Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... Jake the Stitcher. Stitcher Premium, more like it. Um, and this is a show where we force our interests upon one, one another. another. Oh, you're doing it with me now. It's my line. I Bitch. stole it. Stay in your lane. Um, so today we are going to be doing some trailer reviews as per usual. Um, what's your review there, Jake? I am reviewing the trailer for John Wick 3 and you are... Detective Pikachu. I don't know why I say I. We are reviewing both. Yeah. But I, I chose John Wick, and you chose... Detective Pikachu. Because who doesn't want to see that movie? I mean, it. yeah, we'll talk about it, obviously. Obviously. Um, and then we are also going to be talking about RuPaul's Drag Race Episode 6. Of season. Of season 11. Yep. Algebra. Yes. Um, and the category is all that glitters. So everybody's wearing gold. Yeah. 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 So we will be back in just a second to do some trailer b- breakdowns for you. All right, guys. So we just finished watching the trailer for John Wick 3. Ooh, nice timing. I uh, know. So uh, what do you think, Jake? Kick it off here. So I got to say that I didn't see... Well, I saw a partial of the first John Wick movie, did not see the second John Wick movie. I have, I don't know anything about these stories. I couldn't tell you. I'm completely in the dark. But I am here for all things Keanu Reeves. Like, he (laughs) is definitely not a good, like, actor. I don't think anyone could sit here with a straight face and tell you that he is. But, kind of like other actors that for whatever reason, I just have, like, a... I'll, I'll just watch their movies. I put, you know, um, Vin Diesel in this category. Fast and the Furious. Nicolas Cage-ish. Arnold National Sw- Treasure. Arnold mm. Schwarzenegger, definitely. I'm just going to watch all your terrible movies. I'm going to do it. Because I don't care that they're well, not Well, why didn't you watch the first two? I don't know. I just didn't do it. I just didn't do it. <laughs> but I, yeah, definitely, like Keanu Reeves may be a really good person. I know that he's done a lot of charity work, and I've heard a lot about his stories and this, that, and the other, but definitely not a great actor. With that being said... I couldn't stop watching this trailer, like, in a good way. Like, I was just like, I have no idea what's going on. It just seems like a bunch of people just shooting stuff and Keanu giving his really, like, dull, like, exposition. But I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm down. I'm going to go watch this movie. I'll probably watch the first three. Well, the first two and then come back and watch this one now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, this answers my question of what Keanu Reeves and Halle Berry have been doing. Um, oh, yeah. Halle Berry Halle Berry's in it. in it. I haven't seen her in anything forever. A decade. It's, yeah. At least. She still looks hot and young. God, you know what? When you're rich, it's just real good on you. Um, <laughs> apparently. Anyway, so, I mean, no, I don't. Keanu Reeves is terrible. Guns. I Lots just, of guns. Yeah, actually, but, the Halle Berry point, we need to just find this, like, this time machine or this, like, right? anti-aging cream that apparently her and Pharrell and, like, Paul Rudd all apparently use. Yeah, they all look so young. Yeah. It's insanity. You need to figure out what they do and just do that. It's called money. It's, like, not being stressed out. It could just be lots <laughs> of vitamin A. They could just eat carrots all day. I mean, it's possible. Maybe. But, um, I don't I mean, it looks like an action movie. Keanu is having some, uh, some at-risk chin problems. 
So I think a lot of the shots are being filmed from above and in front. But there's a couple side angles, and I was like, oh, he's looking like a turkey. Um, not to be a shallow jerk. Um, but you are. But I am. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. It looks like a lame action movie. I'm not into action movies like you are, though, Jake. Like, you love Fast and Furious. You're like, oh, yeah, people splitting up cars while they're driving, while they're bad acting. Yeah, all about it. Let's live that life. Listen, I vroom, vroom. I love action movies more than you love horror movies, so that's probably where it's at. Maybe that's where our podcast is heading. No, it's not. Horror? No. Come on. No, it's Come not. On. Unless you want to watch Fast and Furious with me. I will do that. I will do a Fast and Furious trade-off for Puppet Master. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not committing to anything. You heard it here. What do you think, guys? DM us. Is that a good trade-off? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> um, anyways. So, we have another trailer to go back and look at. What's the other trailer? The other trailer is going to be, um... Detective oh, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Doi doi. Yeah. We'll be back in a second. Hey guys, so we just got done watching the Detective Pikachu trailer. You're and going first this time. Yeah, um, I love Pokemon. I have loved Pokemon for many, many, many years. Um, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap. I only recently actually did play the Game Boy ones, I'm not going to lie, a bit of a poser there. Poser. Poser, but I had posters on my walls, I had a sorry board game, I wanted to do the cards, but we were too poor. Um, I oh, I had the books, the chapter books, anybody? Don't say that. What if your parents are listening? Well, we were too poor for Pokemon cards. They were ridiculously overpriced. They were. That's yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, so I have always loved Pokemon. And I don't really know much about where this story comes from. I've heard that there's a Detective Pikachu game, which I have not played, because I think it's for the DS, which I stopped playing quite a while ago. Um, but it's... It's a, it's a, basically based off of a video game, I've heard, and um, not sure what happened if, like, this guy's consciousness got put into Pikachu or what exactly is the reason that he is able to talk, blah, 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 but his voice is Ryan Reynolds, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is on that list of, like, if you're in that, we will go see I it. I will go watch it just because, because you're, you're in Ryan it. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Not that many people are on that list. No. We should do that list. Maybe. L- later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no, I'm very excited for this. Um, I am also one of those people who never really got that interested in the ones past, you know, Indigo League. So, all these weird new Pokemon that are in it, I'm like, mm, okay, y'all are weird, but whatever. The I'll still watch it. The official geek name is Kanto. Is that Kanto? Yeah, so the first uh, area with the original 151 Pokemon was just called Kanto, and the second area was called, like, Junto, I believe. Okay. And that's what gold and silver were. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. Where you had, like, Ho-Oh and Lugia. Yeah, I, I know some gold and silver Pokemon, but I wasn't, I didn't ever play those games. I know some of them, too, but I don't, I don't know them the way I know the original 151. Yeah, I mean, that I TV series people, is amazing. Yeah, I feel like most people kind of just, like, crapped out after they added the extra 100. Uh, like, most people know gold and silver, but, like, they don't have a committed to memory, like, as I well. I don't have feelings about them. I don't, I watched it briefly, but then they went to like 351, I checked out. Yeah, I'm like, this is, I don't even know how many they're at now, like, I'm sure it's reached an absurd number. I think the last time I looked at it was a couple years ago, they were like in the eight or nine hundreds. They just, they just kept going. It's just dumb, it it also doesn't make sense for a storyline where like, oh, but there could be more. There's 700 that nobody's ever seen before, come on. 
Yeah. It's dumb. A little weird. But anyway, back to the movie. Um, I thought it was, speaking of the extra Pokemon, I thought it was smart that most of the trailer only focused on the original 151. So that was really cool. No, yeah, you got Mr. Mime in there. You've got Charizard. Yeah, that little scene with Mr. Got, Mime was pretty fun. It was pretty cute. Yeah, it got me laughing a little bit. Pretty darn cute. You got yeah. your little Bulbasaur moment. No Squirtles yet, no. but... so. We kind of messed up last time, but we're going to rectify right here. Uh, what is your interest level? One out of five. Oh, I'm at a five, baby. You're at a five? I'm at a freaking five. All right. She's going to see this movie right when it comes out. <laughs> and I am at like, I'm at a four. I'm at, no, I'm at like a 3.5. I'm at a 3.5. I definitely am interested. I, I might bump it to a four just because I like Justice Smith. Uh, I saw him. I, yeah, what has he been in? I don't know what you've seen him in because I don't think you watched the show with me. But I saw him in uh, this show called The Get Down, which is a Netflix original. Uh, oh, okay. It only lasted like two seasons, but I thought it was really good. I really liked it. I was ashamed when they got rid of it. Um, there's another like pretty well known actor on that as well, and I think he recently did the the uh, voice for Miles Morales in that um, Into the Spider Verse movie. But, okay. Yeah, so definitely some pretty good acting going on here with Justice Smith, so I appreciate that. But inc- And you're, you're acting to a, a CGI Ryan Reynolds. Right, right. So before we close this out, because we didn't do it on the last one, what was your interest level for John Wick? Um, John Wick, I'm going to give like a two, maybe. I'm giving it a solid four. <laughs> All right. A solid four. And I just found the number, 809 Pokemon now. Oh, they didn't even keep with it. With the 51 thing. Now they're just doing random numbers. Yeah. It looks like we got number 809, but there's like three question mark ones coming too. Oh. So I don't know. But that's just a Wikipedia search. Not sure if that's 100% accurate. But yeah, that's ridiculous. But whatever. I'm here for it. Let's see it. Let's do it. All right. We'll be right back and we'll be breaking down all that glitters. <laughs> Alright, so we just got done watching, we'll call it part one of the Maxi Challenge, Drag Olympics. Uh, it's kind of similar to a couple seasons ago, they did the um, cheerleading challenge where Eureka like, busted her knee open and wasn't able to finish the show, so she went home. So, it's always good when we got a bunch of drag queens who aren't really, you know, athletes necessarily. They're athletes, but in a different sense, doing a bunch of crazy tricks that might get them hurt. Um... <laughs> So, always fun times. Our first group was, um, we decided to do them group by group so we can actually react to them without having to remember too much. We can't remember much. We've got the, like, the minds of chipmunks. 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 Goldfish. The snap smiles back, chipmunks. Goldfish have, like, a two-minute memory. Oh, do they really? Something like that. I just went to snacks. Oh. That's what I do. All right. Um, anyways, snacks. Uh, so, yeah. This team was Silky Nutmeg Ganache, Brooklyn Heights... Akiria, uh, Sugarcane, and Evie. Oddly. Oddly. Enough. Um, the team did very well, I thought. What um, general thoughts? Who stood out? Who did not stand out? Who? What did you? What did you think there, Pete? Um, my name is Jake. Jake, sorry. Jake, the s- the Stitcher. Who the hell is Pete? Don't even know him. Anyway. Um, some other dude. Anyway. So, you know, as the non-expert in drag here, it's hard for me to have a, like, 
really good synopsis on how these things, you know, really break down. Because to me, normally, like, it's pretty easy to, like, spell out when someone doesn't do good in some of these challenges. Like, someone has an obvious flop, you know? Yeah. But as I was watching this, like, there wasn't anyone that stood out to me as who you didn't do well. I felt like every, like, all five of the girls, like, did really well. And I was just, I was pretty impressed. And I was just like, there isn't really a weak performance here. So I was just like, I I don't know. It'd be hard for me as a judge to be like, oh, this person needs to pick it up. I was just like, they all look like they did good. I agree. that's just me, though. All the choreography was definitely on point. Like, I don't think anyone, like, missed steps or anything like that. I think some people maybe stood out a little more than others. But I don't think anyone did very poorly. Right. I felt like, you know, Evie always stands out because she can yeah. do some, like, acrobatic stuff. And then, you know, Brooklyn always seems to know how to, like, get certain moments of the spotlight, even, like, when she's being overshadowed. And Silky just commands attention. And Akira seems to know how to flaunt herself. I feel like yeah. Sugar's the one who doesn't always know how to, like, steal the spotlight. Which is yeah. just because probably... she's she does everything right. Yeah, she's just a little more of a modest person in general, though. Yeah. I think that comes, comes off with her personality. She doesn't really know how to flaunt. Yeah, no, for sure. And then, you know, Evie has her small slip-up with her ankle, which we hear more about later, of course. Um, which, I mean, more power to her for just, she, you know, I, first time I watched it, I was like, ooh, that looks like it hurt a little bit. And then I found out, like, it was really pretty serious. And she, after that, did another, like, backflip and a split and, like, all that choreography. So she really pushed through that, and I think that's pretty awesome. Um and, uh, you know, Silky can suck it. <laughs> Biased. I'm sorry. I don't like Silky. I don't think I ever will. That's, that's it. Um, no, but, so Silky did good. Sugar just faded a little. That was it. But everyone was really on point, I thought. And I thought Akira, this was one of the first challenges she's really shined in. Like, because she really was commanding attention, and she had a nice little twerking moment, and she was giving you face. No, she looked good. It all looked good to me. I felt like she stood out more in this than she normally does, for yeah. sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I guess we don't really have much else to say about that. No, there was nothing bad to talk about. It's like here. a five-minute performance. It's kind of cute how they threw together all of the... You don't know any of the references, but the whole track has like little bits and pieces of quotes from former drag queens. You know, Bianca saying, Not today, Satan. And the... You think you're legendary? All I see is leg and dairy. You know, like, all these, like, fun little quotes. So, it's kind of fun to watch these drag queens lip-syncing in the other drag queens' voices. It's like this show has been going on so long that it can reference itself. It's just insane. It's like Marvel. It is! Ten years! Now, who's gonna die? Um, wow. Okay, reality TV show, Jasmine. Don't get so morbid. Um, anyways... Let's wrap this puppy up and move on to the other team. Okie dokie. So we just finished watching the second part, second team of the Drag Olympics, which consisted of... You want to rattle them off there, Jake? Raja O'Hara. Oh, are you an accent man now? Nina West. Benji. Scarlet Envy and Plastique. All right. And I'll kick this one off. This was clearly the less talented group as far as dancing goes. Yep. <laughs> Obviously. So, I mean, the fact that they were didn't have as many tricks they could pull out meant their choreography was kind of lame. And, 
they had to kind of focus more on gags than actually dancing and tricks and stuff. And it was just kind of... The song also, I didn't feel like it was as fun. I also don't feel like the song was as good. Like, it just... I don't know. It's just a little more boring, um, honestly. And this is the weird thing, is that when I was watching this back the second time, I feel like Scarlett and Nina were the only ones who even had a fun, like, chemistry and, like, performance. I mean, Vanjie had her energy. Vanjie was probably the only one really hitting the moves and doing that. But Plastique, even though Plastique had a couple tricks, she was so boring to watch. And, I mean, Raja was just completely dull. So, I don't know. What did you, what did you think there, Jake? Uh, when we went over the last one, I was saying that no one really stood out as, like, you know, someone who I felt like was really messing up. But on this one, I felt like you could see flaws everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, there was constantly, like, especially with Scarlett, I felt bad for her. Because I remember, like, watching earlier in the episode where she was, like, not getting the dance moves whatsoever. And it really showed, like, in the challenge that, like, you know, like, this really wasn't her thing. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious she's going to be in the bottom. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same in the same vein, she was hitting the moves, mostly, on, like, the actual performance. Or they just weren't showing her not hitting them. But, like, I mean, I thought I saw... Vanjie really didn't have the choreography that well down. She was just giving you lots of attitude. Yeah, I saw Scarlett missing a bunch of stuff. Like, she was, like running out of position and, like, not, like, staying with the group and they were walking around and she fell down once. And... I guess they missed the fall. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, but she was, she was make, trying to make up for it with, like, character. And sometimes that's enough. Yeah, sometimes it is. But when you're obviously the one who's messing up the most, it's kind of hard to, you know, yeah. 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 Poor Scarlet, Not her challenge. For sure. No, it really wasn't. It wasn't the best thing. But when you're having a group choreography and you're not a strong dancer, like, if four people are in sync and you're not, you just, everyone's attention's on you because you're the one who's the outlier. It's true. That is how exactly how choreography works. And he didn't even go to theater school. Crazy. Um, <laughs> Craziness. Crazy, Basie. Well, so, I mean, you don't have to go to choreography school to know when something doesn't look right, you know? <laughs> no, I, I know. You know, it's like, you know, telling somebody like, oh. That's why they always say get the arms right. At least get the arms right, because people might not notice if you mess up the footwork, but they're going to notice the arms. See, I didn't know that. Little tidbits if I ever decide to do a choreography. Yeah, in the future. Next, honestly, you could probably get into a musical. They'd just be like, a man? Hooray! Come on, join us. No, thanks. You can never get me on a <laughs> stage to do anything. I don't even know if I'd go on a stage to give out, like, my wedding vows. I don't, even, I don't know. I don't know. I can't be on stages. <laughs> don't I like mean... St I got something against stages. Not a fan. I don't think wedding vows on a stage sound nice. So, just something from my mouth for you to hear. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along. We are going to take a short break here, and then we will be back to talk about the All That Glitters looks. <laughs> guys so we just want to take a couple minutes to shout out some of our favorite podcasts spread the love around give you some new stuff to listen to if you're looking for some new cool podcasts uh my first pick for new cool podcasts is D&D &D bags um these guys do uh like basically live radio D&D &D campaigns which is like a really interesting idea for a podcast that I would never have thought of 
So if you're into that, if you live that nerdy life, give them a check out. They are great. Um, what is your first pick there? So the next pick that we have here is our good friends over the Pizza Time podcast, where they talk about pop culture, pop culture knowledge, uh, movie reviews, video game talk, anything talk. In their description, they say, we don't care. Whatever you want, we can give our opinions on anything. We are your pop culture pros. So go check them out on Apple, Spotify, wherever you want. Man, all these people with these good descriptions. Um, so my second pick is um, the Rotting Brain podcast, which is from Dead Vision Productions. Uh, my good buddy runs this podcast, and they are very, very funny, well, very informative as well. Um, they're always giving really great suggestions for horror movies that I've never heard of, and also reminding me that new horror movies are coming out that I'd forgotten were coming out. So give them a look because they are really awesome and also new podcasts like us and they they could use some love so go over and check them out as well our third podcast we're shouting out today is our good friends at the it's not me it's you yeah yeah so quick little uh, rundown from their description it says dating right we are amanda and becca the hosts of it's not me it's you podcast we've been in the dating world on and off for quite some time now and we can't wait to share our stories with you each episode will have a theme special guest sharing their stories and always some fun surprises more importantly we hope this podcast helps to show that we are not only we are not alone in this crazy world of dating so grab a glass of wine and join us it's going to be a fun ride which we we have been actually on their podcast it was very very fun they are lovely lovely people and you should definitely go give them support go listen to their podcast it's hilarious they're very funny they have great chemistry um my last pick is Symphony Sit Down, which is my other friend Sam. I have so many Sams in my life. But this um, is her lover. This is my lover, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> former roommate. But yeah, no, Sam has been on this podcast several times and will be again in the future, so you may already be familiar with him. Uh, his podcast is about classical music and kind of just music in general, not just classical music. They also just talk about musical journeys and auditions and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and it's, it's very, it's a different kind of a podcast, but if you have any inclinations towards music, you will definitely enjoy it. And Sam and Tyler are hilarious. So you'll also just enjoy hearing them. Um, what's the word? Talk about just about anything. Tete-a-tete. Tete-a-tete. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> thank you for taking the time to listening to us plug our other podcasting friends. Definitely go check out all five of those podcasts. We'll be right back. Alrighty, guys, so we just finished looking at the looks from the runway, all that glitters, darling, and we will be breaking down our top three, bottom three. So my first one in my bottom is actually Evie Oddly. Now, y'all know I love Evie, she my girl, but this look is just a strange mess. I really don't know what's going on. Um, she's got like a ripped up holes legging with like a kind of half jacket thing with a sleeve and something in her hair. I don't know what it is, but she's got a grill too. And then she had sunglasses and at some point she whips out some money. Then she shows her ass, but she's playing it off like she's old because she needs a cane. And it just, I, I don't know. I, I, she tried to make a backstory for it, but it doesn't read. It reads as a bunch of shit that she had to just throw together 
and then really try to sell as a character. Ooh. I love you, Evie, but this is a bit of a stretch. Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Okay. Um, well, I wasn't expecting you to go after your favorite drag superstar you know that what? way. I gotta do it sometimes. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to come up. Uh, my number three look here in the bottom is Nina West. She almost, Evie almost didn't beat Nina, but I, I gave it to Evie because I wanted to be crazy. I mean, you know, it's hard for me because I'm sure that some people who listen to this show are really, you know, they know a lot more about drag than I do, obviously. I probably know the least. But yeah. like, when I'm looking at this, I'm thinking to myself, this just looks really, really cheesy and really cheap. And maybe that's like that campy thing you were talking to me about. But like, I'm not about it. This is my opinion. This is my show. This is our show. Our show? This Calm is, down. This is my turn on our show. Yeah. And yeah, that is just really, really weird. Just like, what, what do we got going on here? This Viking look. She got the giant. Yeah, like, with the big old horns. No, she almost made it my bottom three, too. And you're right. It does look cheap. She's got kind of like these big, long braids that you can tell were just came right out, straight out the bag. Um, she's got big, huge breastplate thing, kind of trying to look like Viking warrior, you know, like Fat Lady Sings type deal. But then she's got like a, a bodysuit underneath that's like really not her skin tone. That's not, doesn't seem to be necessary either. So it's kind of confusing that she's wearing that. It's just all a mess. It's it's a mess. It is. I she definitely was almost my bottom three. Getting a boot. Boot, big boot. Um, Who's your number two? My number two, I picked Silky Nutmeg Ganache, because it's fudging ugly. She's wearing this gold jumpsuit with a big cross on it, and that's this. That's the extent of what it is. And she's like, ooh, I'm living my fantasy. I'm like, no, you're just wearing a boring-ass jumpsuit. And I hate it. I don't think it's original. I think it's ugly. And I don't think that a big cross across your chest is cute. I I just think it's ugly. That's all. It's very ugly. And Super ugly. I'm just going to stick right with there because that's my number two also. Yeah. Yeah. Um... There's nothing really creative about this other than maybe the sleeves. You got something going on there. I mean, that's why I didn't put it as my bottom bottom, but that like cross across the chest is it's pretty tacky. Very. It would be better if it was just plain gold. Yeah. Just ugly. Just ugly. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that we have the same bottom bottom. Um, say it on 3. 1 2 3. Banji. Yeah, and you know what? There are a lot of problems with this look. It wouldn't have been so terrible had she not been wearing the same silhouette the last every week in a row. But even that aside, you're wearing a bunny costume, which literally Plastique did last week and better. You should have seen that, oh, she just did Playboy Bunny. Maybe I don't do that look this week. Also, maybe I don't do the same silhouette that I've been doing. Also, if I'm going to paint the top of my chest and arms this gold color, make sure your damn legs match, because that's just offsetting and strange. Ooh, the Sorry. hot takes are coming in this week. That's what I got. More hot takes. Well, you got anything to add there? Uh, no, you, you said enough for the both of us. I feel like I'm full. <laughs> I am full, full of that hot take, hot sauce. Yeah, mm. let's go to the tops. 
Yeah, no, of the tops. Not a ton of people did wonderful this week, but there were some that did pretty good. I'll start off. Yeah, you kick it off. So, my number three was Evie Oddly. Oh. In the tops. Oh. Yeah, not in the bottom. Not even in the middle. You know what? This is all about creativity for me. Because, you know, that's my thing every week. I'm always on here talking about make it creative. You know, like, show me something. And here's the thing. I know the backstory. The last couple episodes here, Evie had the bum ankle, and she's like, "How am I gonna have a decent runway look?" And she's like, "I don't know. I'm gonna break out a cane, and you know, be all like mysterious and all this like weird stuff like that." I'm like, "Okay, if you got an injury and you don't know how exactly to work with it, like just find some weird way to make it work for you." It's true. Like when Eureka did hers, or when Eureka, when Eureka had her injury, she still walked down the runway, but she didn't make it a part of her gig, like a part of the bit. She just walked down the runway and was like, I can still walk. And had like a big giant knee brace on over her outfit. Yeah. Or something. I can't remember exactly because I don't like her. Yeah, um, so I felt like this was a really cool way to make it work, and I thought that it was interesting. I thought I liked the glasses that she had, and I mean... The look might not have worked for you, but I, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought I liked the little thing that she had in her hair as well. You so, are entitled to that opinion. I am very much entitled to all opinions. So, I have them all, even yours. This is America, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my number three um, is Miss Raja O'Hara. Well, it's not really an interesting that it doesn't. It's not super duper interesting, but it has some interesting components. Um, it's basically just a gold cat suit, which is what Silky should have left her costume as being. Um, but it, it's kind of cute in the fact that it's like an ankle instead of going all the way down. It's got an interesting, almost like giraffe-like print. It's sheeny. It's like not, everyone else seemed to go with like sequins or stuff. And she's kind of got this sheeny gold fla- fabric. And then she's got like the weird meshy eye mask. And as we know, eye masks always do good in this show because they're odd and kind of make you stand out. Um, and other than that, oh yeah, there was a little veil too. That was not necessary. I just realized that watching it again. And she's got like a half glove and like a little ball and I'm almost like, is she a cat? I'm not sure. But it intrigues me for some reason. Ah, that's all I got. That's all you got. Uh, my number two is Sugar Cane. Sugar? What was Sugar wearing? What was Sugar wearing? She had that Aztec warrior look. And I got to tell you, I'm a big fan of people who go out of their way to represent other cultures. Uh, you can call that like lame or whatever, but I'm, I'm all here for like that kind of stuff. So she came out with the little head ornament where it looked like it was almost like a helmet type thing. Oh, she kind of looked, to me, she looked like a hot girl. Yeah. No, she was, like, definitely going for, like, that, like, Aztec Superhero-type vibe. vibe, it looked like to me. Yeah, with the feathers. And we already know, like, from a previous episode that she has Native American roots. So, yeah. So, like, this is, like, something, like, like, you know, that's cultural for her. I thought it looked well put together. And I feel like if you're going to represent something like that, you got to do it authentically. And it, and it feels like this is paying homage to that. I, I liked it. I thought that it was, like, superhero armory matched too much with the feathers. And the feathers were, like weirdly soft for the rest of the outfit, but, I mean, I did, it was definitely in my middle. Like, I didn't think it was bad at all. But we I, we are disagreeing on everything, but I have a feeling, well, my number two is Miss Akira C. Davenport. She was my number four. She just barely made yeah, it. Yeah, barely missed it, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, 
it there's nothing like inventive, creative, whatever, but it's a gorgeous gown. And sometimes sometimes girl, that's all you need is a beautiful, beautiful freaking gown. It is sequins and then a feathered mermaid and just beaded and the hair is bright. Bejeweled and, and bedazzled. Yeah. Did you ever watch that movie, Bedazzled? Uh, old 90s movie, I think it was. It wasn't an old 90s movie. It was like a 1999 movie. It was a, a young 90s movie. <laughs> I remember the day it came out. I was sitting in my living room with old little Johnny Boy. And not, we were rocking in our rocking chairs. I'm not that old lady. You old as hell. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, it wasn't an old 90s movie. Every movie in the 90s, made in the 90s, is old now, babe. Next. Um, yeah. So anyways, not speaking of next, but yeah, Akira, she's gorgeous. She's giving you rue silhouette. She's giving you rue hair. She's giving you makeup. Just beat it. Just, oh. How can you not, Jake? Don't you want to date her? Nah. No? <laughs> nah. Okay. Pass. All right, who you got, number one? I have a feeling we got the same one. Brooklyn Heights. Brooklyn, yeah. 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 It's yeah. pretty easy on this one. Paying homage to that Sunset Boulevard life. Oh, that's a movie I made him watch. He's got the, all the references. I love it. It's cute. Take it away. Um, anyways, no, it's oh, it's gorgeous. She's got the, the gold like head wrap, you know, all those... Old Hollywood rich white bitches with their little head wrap turbans that I don't know why they had to wear to keep the hair from blowing in their face with their car um, tops down. I don't know. But they wore them. Man, they wore the heck out of them. Um, she's got that. She's got this gold sheen, just sleeky, slinky, sexy dress. And then the thing that really sells the garment is these long feather boas. I don't know what kind of feathers it is. I'm no Raja from Fashion Photo Review. I can't tell an ostrich feather, feather from a manufactured feather, but they're pretty. And there's three of them, and they're tiered, like, on her arms, attached to sleeves. And then what really, really, really sells the look is this, just this cigarette holder. And she's just slinking down the runway, man, one foot all the way across and in front of the other, giving you looks, giving you silent movie star, giving you the eyes, you know, that, um... Some of you may not know, there's an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical based off the Sunset Boulevard movie. And she sings a song, With one look, I put words to shame. And that's what she's giving you. Oh, honey, it is lovely. Mm. Uh, translation, it is everything. Everything, mm. darling. Yes. You that's have a- something to add? No. You know what? Sometimes, all right, listen here, ladies and gentlemen. You know, sometimes when you're on a show with two people, you feel like both people need to put in their two cents on something. But let me tell you something really quick, okay? This is a pro tip from uh, from Jake the Stitcher here. <laughs> when one co-host just happens to kill a segment, it's okay to bow out and just go to the next thing. To bow, bow out like bow wow. All right, well, we'll, we'll, we'll omit that last <laughs> I part. Didn't, did, I not, <laughs> did I not kill that joke, guys? No? I think I killed it. All right, so we'll be right back here in a second after we check out the lip sync for... Lip sync for, yo, life, life, life. That was an actual echo. I I echo so hard. It just happens to my voice. I don't know, I have a big mouth. (laughs) (laughs) 
guys, we just wanted to tell you real quick what you're going to be tuning into next week. Next week, we are going to be reviewing trailers as per usual. What you got for a trailer there, Jake? I am doing a movie called The Hustle, and what do you got? Cool, cool. I have a movie called Tolkien. Um, yeah, and those are the trailers we're going to be doing. Then what are we talking about next time when you're in charge? Uh, part two of our Avengers Endgame review. Uh, we kind of like pulled a little slick one on you, making you think we were going to review the entire thing with our first go around. You were wrong. Too much. There's too much, okay? Too much wrong. to do. You were wrong. Part two is coming next time, and we'll see you then. Bum, bum, bum. Right, so we just finished watching the lip sync for your life. And they were lip syncing to what song? Last dance, last dance, that one. That one. Yep. Um, but before we lip synced, um, Rue asked my favorite question of seasons. Um, all seasons. All seasons is of those left among you, who do you think? should be eliminated. What'd you think of everyone throwing Miss Scarlet under the bus? Well, normally in situations like that, and this goes back to like elementary school days, you know, once one person calls out another person, everyone else kind of just follows suit. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you said that person? I'll say that person too. Cool. And I mean, she did get the worst critiques. So, but then Scarlet, you know, sometimes... The girls will play the card. The girl who clearly did worse will play the card of, well, I'd say myself as well, blah, blah, blah. Or I'd say myself because I was the team leader. Or I'd say so-and-so because they're the greatest competition. But she throws Miss Raja down because she has also been in the bottom the most times. And later in Untucked, Raja gets heated about that. Mm-hmm. Which is she just silly. I'm like, you're not the one that everyone threw under the bus. Calm yourself. But I have a lot of feelings about Raja. Not a huge fan at this point in the competition. Um, but, spoiler alert, she stayed. Mm, what? We always say who goes home, don't we? Uh, tell me how you feel about that lip sync first. Oh, well, sorry. Um, I mean, it was alright. It's kind of boring. For those of you who have listened to our last episode that we put out a few days ago, the Avengers Endgame... You'll re- remember that I said in that episode that Jasmine just loves to just throw out spoilers. I'm sorry, but... No, you're not. Scarlet goes home, Raja stays. Get over it. Boom. It's like, this is coming out at weeks after the dang episodes come out anyways. I'm going to just throw spoilers at you all over the place. Don't you throw your spoilers at me. I'll, I'll reflect your spoilers off like orange tape. That makes no sense. You know, because you ta- put tape that's like reflectors on your bike and stuff. Red tape. Whatever. Orange, mm-hmm. red. Uh, construction signs are orange. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> shut up. Um, anyways. So, uh, Scarlet, try as she might, does not win. She cuts open her dress to reveal a jumpsuit. She throws glitter in the air. She... Tries it all, but she can't dance. No, no. So you think you can dance? Not this time. No. No. Poor girl. But she really was trying. Like, I don't really feel like Raja was, 
you know, had to do that much to beat her, but Scarlet was trying her all. Yeah, she gave it everything she had, but that was just... It's not her cup of tea. It's not. It no. just isn't. I feel like... I don't know. I've never seen her lip sync on other... Like, anything else, but... My imagination would be that she either does funny things or she does park and barks. I'm not really sure. What's a park and bark? It's where you just stand and sing. And bark? Like, you... It cuts it, it, cuts, it, cuts it rhymes, okay? <laughs> you park yourself in a spot and then you bark. Okay. You just park and bark. Alright. Whatever. It's... <laughs> go to the doghouse. Um... Anyways, I also just don't like, didn't like Scarlett's performance because she was very indicative. Indicative? Indicative. Indicative. I, I hate indicating when you're acting. Like, she wiped a tear from her eye and she wagged her finger at, you know, one point. It was just dumb. And I know a lot of my friends and a lot of people in the world feel like Scarlett got cheated, but let's be real. Even if Raja would have gone home this week, Scarlett would have been gone home in the next week or two. Listen here, folks. When it comes to competitions, people get cheated. All right? It just happens. It's true. Shangela. Bindula Krim. Well, Bindula Krim did that to herself. Shangela. Um, Shangela. Also... The New Orleans Saints. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> also a good sports reference. Um, you know, we're talking, let's see here, who else? Manila Luzon. We're talking Alyssa Edwards. We know what this show does. Somebody's always going to go home who, quote unquote, doesn't deserve it. I don't really think it's Scarlett in this case. Al Gore. What kind of reference is that? The 2000 presidential election. You know, just those ones. That's Those a, references. He, we all know what happened anyway. Okay. Um, on that lovely note. Um, on that lovely note, Raja won the day and she got to stay. And you didn't really say much about lip sync. I'm sorry. I've been totally steamrolling this episode. Uh, that's okay. Like we said in the last segment, when you're doing all right, you just got to keep doing it. I mean, there really wasn't that much else to say. Scarlett was not really a good dancer. She also didn't bring that much energy to the lip sync in the beginning. Like, she brought some energy towards the end there, but, like, the first, like, half of the lip sync, you could see that she was already being outworked. And she was worried about cutting her dress open. She, like, was focused on the reveal. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have a more, like... Like, bad reveal. You gotta have a more, like, calculated (laughs) reveal than that. Like, all I'm trying to say is, like, there's been one main consistency to these lip syncs so far, and it's, like... The person who brings the most energy wins and doesn't fall. You gotta bring it if you're gonna sing it. Ooh. Ooh, what's up? You gotta shake if you're gonna bake. You gotta earth if you're gonna quake. You gotta wrap it up, Jasmine. Okay. Um, That is it, I guess. We will see in the outro in just a second then. Alrighty, guys, so that is our show for today. Thank you for tuning in to Flip It and Reverse It. Nope, that's copyright. We can't use that part. Um, my name is Jasmine Sherman, and you can find me on Instagram at the real Jasmine Sherman. I post all sorts of just random bullcrap about my life on there. Um, where can we find you, Mr. Jake? Uh, you can find me on the Ask Why Not page. That is 
on Instagram at ask underscore why underscore not. Come check me out. I post nothing in particular. So whatever I find on the internet, it's 99% memes. But you'll find something to be funny, I promise. Oh, that's a promise, folks. It comes with a money-back guarantee. Um, anyways, or you can also follow our Flip It and Reverse It page, at Flip It and Reverse It, where I do cool charcoal art. Yeah. No, she, <laughs> it's she, not she, that cool. she takes her time to draw it all out. People come, it's like, cute. come over, lay down a like for us. Yeah, and then you'll always make sure you know about new episodes, too, if you're just on Instagram. As um, we said before, next week, we'll be talking about the part two of our Avengers Endgame review. Um, yep, and you don't want to miss that, so make sure that you subscribe, and while you're there subscribing, you might as well rate and review our podcast. We want five-star ratings only, because four-star ratings are for... Um, boogers. Yes. <laughs> They're for the boogers. I was testing her improv skills. She passed. I passed. Boogers is always a safe bet in improv. Yes, it is. Um, so yeah, final thought of the day there, Jake. What you got? Uh, final thought of the day is oh it's, it's a tough one it's a tough one i uh i don't know that i prepared a final thought of the day oh well, so not here is now. here's my final thought of the day my final thought of the day is when you have a podcast and you have a consistent theme that you do otherwise known as final thought of the day oh my gosh definitely come prepared so that you can give your final thought of the day oh well that was really exciting preparation is a really important <laughs> thing in life people all right <laughs> You don't need to be that excited about it, but it's really important. You know what my final thought of the day is? Dine-in movie theaters are great because I need those chicken strips while I'm watching my end game, son. And I had three sides of ranch and I don't even care. My stomach cares today, but not my mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we'll see y'all next time. Bye.